What's going on, everybody? I'm Jay, and this is the Rewatch Podcast. I watch movies all the time. Then I like to rewatch them, and sometimes I'll even watch them again. It doesn't matter if they're good or bad or just downright terrible. I'm going to watch them and then tell you all about them. And sometimes I'll have special guests join me. This is the Rewatch Podcast. Welcome back to the Rewatch Podcast. I'm Jay Thomas, and this week we're going to be taking a look at The Thing, Escape from New York, and Big Trouble in Little China, three movies that star Kurt Russell and are directed by John Carpenter. For some reason, those two just had amazing chemistry because all three of those movies are a classic. Those aren't the only movies they made together. They also made Elvis before all of these. It was a TV movie. Uh, it's the only one I haven't seen. They also made a sequel to Escape from New York, Escape from L.A., which kind of made me want to do this. And I'm not going to go into depth on any of these movies, really. Uh, mainly just kind of comparing... Kurt Russell's characters, because all of them have become pretty legendary. We've got Snake Plissken from Escape from New York. you got Jack Burton from Big Trouble in Little China. And you've got McCready from uh, The Thing. And all three of them, well, I would say McCready may be the least as far as, like, iconic characters that you can just think of off the top of your head. But when you think of Snake Plissken, you've got the look. You've got the eye patch. you got the jacket. You've got... The army pants, and then Big Trouble Little China, the bravado of Jack Burton, and he's just got the the tank top and the jeans and a gun and just that swagger to him. And you know, for some reason, all of these movies they just they just work so well together. And I wanted to take a look at him because really, the one I've seen the most and the one I've I've watched for years is The Thing. I love The Thing. It's one of my all-time favorite movies. For 100,000 years, it was buried in the snow and ice. Now it has found a place to live. Inside. Where no one can see it. Or hear it. Or feel it. I know I'm human. Some of you are still human. This thing doesn't want to show itself. It wants to hide inside an imitation. It'll fight if it has to. But it's vulnerable out in the open. And I've seen Escape from New York a bunch of times. Kurt Russell stars as Snake Plissken in John Carpenter's science fiction action classic, Escape from New York. You go in, find the president, bring him out in 24 hours, and you're a free man. What if I'm a little late? And no more Snake Plissken. When I get back, I'm going to kill you. The one that's been a blind spot for me has been Big Trouble in Little China. I think... I've only seen it maybe twice. It's where Big Trouble was waiting for Jack Burton. Who? Jack Burton. Me. Jack. Jack. Jack! They told him to go to hell. He make one move. And that's just where he's going. Somebody, I don't care who, tell me what is going on. I know a lot of people that are my age that absolutely grew up loving that movie and thinking it was the best. And I remember when I first saw it, I was like, I thought I had seen this, and I hadn't. And just not knowing what the hell was happening in that movie, because so many different things happen. It's like kind of a martial arts movie and kind of a monster movie, and I couldn't really figure it all out. And I watched it another time, and I was like, yeah, no, I like this better. And it's a movie that I, the more I watch it, the more I like it. And the last time I watched it before uh, I did this podcast... I got it way more, and I understood it way more. And I think it's because, you know, it, it is based on, you know, a lot of movies from China and, and, and cinema from there. And I've seen a ton of movies from Hong Kong in the last, like, year, two years. And they have 
the most ridiculous out of nowhere humor that I'm not expecting in the movie. Like you can have these amazing action scenes and then have just like this weird childish humor have like a supernatural element that you're like, what is this doing in this movie? And that's what Big Trouble in Little China is. It's basically a movie from Hong Kong, but done by John Carpenter, and that makes it even better. Uh, if you aren't familiar with these movies, just give you a brief little synopsis of it. Uh, Big Trouble in Little China came out in 1986, and it's about a rough-and-tumble trucker, Jack Burton, played by Kurt Russell, and his sidekick as they face off against an ancient sorcerer in a supernatural battle beneath Chinatown. Also stars Kim Cattrall. And it's it's very good. Uh, and then we can go to Escape from New York from 1981. It takes place in 97 when the U.S. president crashes into Manhattan. Now a giant maximum security prison. A convicted bank robber is sent to rescue him. That, of course, is Kurt Russell as Snake Plissken, who's basically just like he's just straight out of a Western. I mean, they even said like he kind of based it off the Clint Eastwood Western movies. And that's exactly what he's doing. Like he's clearly just doing an impression, and it works so well with that character. Uh, and then with the thing, a research team in Antarctica is hunted by a shape-shifting alien that assumes the appearance of its victims. And uh, Kurt Russell plays the helicopter pilot in the movie as part of the group, uh, McCready. And I, like I said, I love the thing. The thing is another one that it kind of took me a couple times to watch it. And then once, once it clicked, it's one of my all-time favorite movies. Like, I love... The thing. And anytime that we get like a real big snowfall, I think, hey, maybe today's a good day to watch the thing. And there's just something about John Carpenter's movies, especially these early ones in the, you know, the 70s and 80s that I just, they're, they're so good. And it's the soundtracks that he does himself for the most part. Uh, he wasn't the only person that worked on the soundtrack for the thing. Eddie Americone also did the music. He did a lot of the spaghetti westerns back in the day, like most of the good ones, most of the Clint Eastwood movies. Uh, he did the soundtracks for. Uh, he also there's also a couple of his songs in Kill Bill, and he did the soundtrack for The Hateful Eight. Uh, I love his scores. I love his music, and that mixed with John Carpenter for the thing. It was just I I loved it. But I've broken this idea down into categories, and that's how I'm gonna talk about them because I love all these movies, and I know a lot of people that also love them, and I would like to do podcasts with them. So I'm gonna do that eventually, where I break down all the movies more specifically, and, and talk about in long form how much I love them. Uh, but I'm going to break it down to uh, different categories in here. So here we go. Best Hero. Now, I know that's starting off kind of hot, but I got to say it, it's it's difficult. It is difficult, but I think Snake Plissken from Escape from New York takes the, uh, takes the win here, and I'll tell you why. Because Snake is 100% all business, and he's just there to do one job and save the day. That's it. He's going to get the president. He's going to go through these different gangs and these different uh, scary situations in this giant prison world of New York City. Now, is that really heroic? Because he's doing it basically to be alive. They put like a, a bomb or something in him. The only way that it, it won't go off is if he saves the president and they stop it in a certain amount of time. So he's only got so long to do this. So he's granted he's doing it for himself, but he's saving people along the way. He's going to save the president basically going to save the world. I don't think McCready really works in this role because he is like the protagonist in the movie of the thing, but he's really he's really just trying to survive more than anything. Like he's not really trying to it's not like he's really out to save anyone in particular. Like he's just kind of there to get out. What do we do? Why don't we just 
wait here for a little while. And he doesn't really save the day in the I mean, he kind of kills the thing, maybe, but but you're left not knowing if it's him or if it's somebody else or if they've actually killed the creature, the alien. So we don't really know. So I think that's why McCready doesn't really win this. And for Big Drama Little China, this is hard because Jack Burton thinks he's a hero. He has the ego of, I'm going to save the day. It's always me. He's always posing. He's got the gun. He's trying to do some cool stuff, but he sucks at it. One, two, three. She may be trapped. He's not the hero of the movie. The real hero is uh, Dennis Dunn's character, uh, Wang. He's the one that's going to have to save everybody and knows kind of what's going on. And that's one of my favorite things about the movie is you think that it's going to be Jack Burton. You think he's he's the one that is going to save everyone. And he's certainly part of it. But Wang does so much more. And it's more kind of centered around him and him saving his fiance from the very evil uh, Lopan, who's like an ancient sorcerer and is just pure evil. Funny. He does have some funny lines. And the look is just everything is just so bonkers about this movie. But. As far as it goes, I think Jack Burton, as much as he wants to be the hero, I mean, he does heroic stuff, but he's also an idiot, and Snake isn't. Snake's just like, go, 100% soldier, he's going to do what he needs to do, he's going to save who he needs to save, he's all for it. Jack Burton wants to be the hero, but Snake Plissken is the hero. See the difference? You going to kill me now, Snake? I'm too tired. Maybe later. Love interest. Who has the best love interest? I'm going to, just kind of by default, I'm going to have to go with Jack Burton on this one. Kim Cattrall, Gracie. It's got to be her. Because there isn't a love interest in the thing. And there really isn't in Escape from New York either. I mean, you could sort of say that Adrian Barbeau, kind of, but she's with Harry Dean Stanton's character. So, like, he doesn't really have one either. So this is more of a default one. And I will say, even for Jack Burton and Kim Cattrall's character, like, they're kind of a love interest. I mean, she sort of is, but not really. I mean, they're not even really together at the end, but she's really the only option. Best score. This is a tough one, but I think I like the music as much as I love the thing, and I love the soundtrack because it's so eerie and uh, tension-filled. It's only half John Carpenter, and I'm going to have to go Escape from New York. I think the music in Escape from New York is is fantastic. I was listening to it the other day, I mean, all of it's instrumental, but it's just it just fits so well, and it has like horror elements. And I mean, Big Trouble in Little China does too. It was really hard to pick between these two, but I got to go Escape from New York on this one. Cool factor. Who's got the best cool factor out of this? Again, I want McCready. I feel is going to lose a lot in this because he's just kind of a. I mean, he's the hero of the movie. He's the protagonist of the movie. He's the one we're following the most, but he's got a giant hat, like a really giant hat. Like he should be the logo of Taco John's. And he's just he's bundled up in giant coats, sweatshirts, sweaters. It just does like sorry man, I think you have a great movie, but you're not going to win this. So the question then remains, cool factor, is it Jack Burton or is it Snake Plissken? And I think it's going to be Snake because Snake doesn't care at all what you think of him. He doesn't think he's cool. He just is himself. He's just living. But then you look at him. He's got the eye patch. He's got the long hair. He's got the leather jacket. He's got the black tank on, kind of. And then the uh, the army pants in the first movie. And we're only going to really talk about the first movie here from Escape from New York. 
Uh, but, I mean, Jack Burton looks cool, too. But the whole problem with Jack, I think, is that he thinks he's cool. He thinks he's a lot cooler than he actually is. I, it does make him kind of cool, but i got to give the points to Snake Plissken on this one, unfortunately. Who's the best villain in it? So we've got an alien force that is almost unbeatable with the thing, and it's very hard to beat that. But I think Lopan from Big Trouble in Little China is just so much more interesting and more fun to watch and entertaining. My soul swims in it, scattered across time, trapped in the world of formlessness, until I find her and marry her. Marry her? The girl with green eyes. James Hong plays Lopan, uh, which sometimes is this larger-than-life figure with long hair, this, like, uh, royal garb on, and a just completely painted white face, shoots electricity. It's like, you can't beat that. And then other times he's like this really old I man. I would be happy and my curse would be lifted. You can go off and rule the universe from beyond the grave. Indeed! Or check into a psycho war, whichever comes first, huh? Yet we all keep trying like fools. <laughs> and the whole thing is he's, he's kidnapped Wang's fiance because she has green eyes, and there's some lore about sacrificing her or marrying her or something and maybe it's marrying and then sacrificing and uh, he can be young forever and then take over the world type of situation Lopan is just a much cooler character I think than anybody in the other movies he's a great villain he's creepy but then can also be kind of funny who are these people friends of yours huh now this really pisses me off to no end Lopan clearly the winner here for me and like Escape from New York I guess the Duke is the villain uh, played by Isaac Hayes, so it's kind of hard to beat Isaac Hayes, but he's no Lopan. Okay, I'm sorry. Best setting. The thing's finally going to win here. I think the very claustrophobic Antarctica setting uh, is very neat for this movie. I mean, everybody looks absolutely freezing cold. You're closed off, like, in their lab the whole, almost the whole time. And they go outside, but they're not very far away from where they're at, and it always looks the same. And it might seem kind of boring, but it's not. It, it, it gives this real sense of tension and I love it. I mean, I love watching the thing because I feel like it's probably warm in certain parts of the of the area. And it just you can kind of feel it, but then freezing literally everywhere else. And it's just it's just filmed in a really, really nice way. And I, I love that. However, I do think Escape from New York is really cool with the, uh, you know, destroyed post-apocalyptic type of uh, New York City that we're seeing. I believe it was shot in Missouri or something like that, which I thought was really funny. Um, so, I mean, I, I like that, and I think it looks neat. Everything's really grungy and destroyed. And the whole area just looks like it stinks. So, I mean, that's kind of fun, but not my, uh, not my favorite out of the, out of the three. And Big Trouble Little China, it's, I don't know, it's Chinatown. It's, like, raining the whole time. Then they're down in, like, a building. I, it's it, I didn't think it was that neat. As much as I like, uh, Big Trouble Little China, I like the sci-fi stuff of it. I don't know. I didn't think it was that neat looking. This I didn't think the setting was all that cool. And the thing, it's just so condensed, and I just I love that so much. It added so much to the movie. Best cast. This is tough. Uh, as much as I like Big Trouble in Little China, not a huge cast of people that I I knew. But Kurt Russell's great in it. Uh, Dennis Dunn as Wang is really really good. James Hong is amazing in everything he's in. But like that's that's kind of it. <laughs> like there's. There's not a lot of people in that that really jumped out. The Thing has an amazing cast. Kurt Russell, Wilf Wilford Brimley, Keith David, Richard Major, Just a lot of really great character actors. And they're awesome in the movie. Um, 
But I got to say, Escape from New York has just, as I'm watching the movie, and I've seen it a bunch of times, but maybe it's just that, like, I've gotten older and I've watched a lot of movies, but everybody that jumped out in this cast, I was just like, oh, my God, I can't believe they're all in this movie. I mean, you got, obviously you got Kurt Russell, Lee Van Cleef, who's in so many spaghetti westerns. Um, he's in so many movies with Clint Eastwood, which uh, worked really well against Snake Plissken. Uh, Ernest Borgnine as Cabby, Donald Pleasance from the Halloween films as the president, Isaac Hayes as Duke, Harry Dean Stanton, one of my favorite actors, uh, he's in it as well, Adrian Barbeau, who's also in The Fog, which I really like, Tom Atkins uh, from Halloween 3 and also The Fog, a lot of uh, a lot of staples of John Carpenter movies, and I just everybody just kept jumping out. It's sort of also like that in Escape from L.A., which as much as I think that movie's just kind of okay, the cast I thought was really fun. But I, I don't think any of them touch uh, the cast in Escape from New York. No way. It wins hands down every single time. Next up, we got Best Look. I've kind of talked about this already. I got to give it to Snake Plissken. I mean, how do you not? Dude's got an eye patch. Five o'clock shadow that anybody would kill for. Jack Burton, you look kind of 80s cool. Snake Plissken's timeless. And I'm sorry, again, the big hat loses it for McCrady every single time. It's just gone. Best one-liners. I feel like Snake Plissken talks in one-liners. I don't give a f about your war or your president. Is that your answer? I'm thinking about it. Think hard, Plissken. Call me Snake. He does definitely an Escape from L.A. In Escape from New York, it's just kind of like this a lot. But he does have some good one-liners. But it's Jack Burton. I mean, Jack, just, just the, the way he delivers everything, the swagger of everything that he says, he's going to win this for sure. Um, I mean, just listen. When some wild-eyed eight-foot-tall maniac grabs your neck, taps the back of your favorite head up against a barroom wall, and he looks at cryptic in the eye, and he asks you if you've paid your dues, well, you just stare that big sucker right back in the eye, and you remember what old Jack Burton always says at a time like that. Have you paid your dues, Jack? Yes, sir, the check is in the mail. I'm a reasonable guy, but I've just experienced some very unreasonable things. Gonna take Cracker Jack timing, Wang. What's in the flask, egg? Magic potion? Yeah. Thought so. Good. What do we do? Drink it? Yeah. Good. I thought so. Ah, you know what old Jack Burton always says at a time like this? Who? Jack Burton. Me. Old Jack always says, what the hell? And the only line from McCrady that I really remember from the thing is, Nobody trusts anybody now. We're all very tired. I don't know why, but that line always stuck out to me. I'm not really sure that it's a one-liner, but it's a great line. And I remember a meme of that started floating around a lot during COVID. And I was like, this hits home. But then, of course, there's also the line of... Yeah, That's great. But Jack Burton all the way. And who has the worst consequences for their movie? Like, who is... what? What's the stakes for it all? And I this the thing's going to win on this one. I think McCrady's got to deal with the worst consequences because if they don't stop the thing and it takes over somebody and gets out of Antarctica then goes somewhere else, it's going to take over the entire world. And I guess Big Trouble in Little China with Jack Burton, kind of. There's a very similar thing with Lopan taking over. But I think with the thing, it, it I mean, it's almost like a pandemic type of situation. And Escape from New York, Snake's going to die. Like, that's it for Snake. And that's bad. You know, you don't want to die, and he'll blow up, which is even worse. But, you know, he saves the president, and then that that's it. Like, that's, there's nothing else. But, like, with the thing, it's going to take over the entire planet, and that's no good. And then that brings, finally, best overall movie. What wins? Is it the thing? Is it Escape from New York? 
Is it Big Trouble in Little China? Can Jack Burton make it? Can Snake Plissken be the top guy, or is it going to be McCready? And I got to say, as far as the movie goes, best movie, and it could be just that I know it the best, but the thing for me is a better movie than the other two. I think uh, Big Trouble in Little China is actually more fun to watch because I'm, I'm really into those kind of movies these days, like right now. But the thing is timeless. There's something about the thing, and just it's scary practical effects are so good i mean some they're hokey at times but they're so fun and so gross i guess it's just it's really good body horror the scares are still good i still for some reason and i don't know why i have this weird blind spot when it comes to the thing i kind of forget who all is the thing because there's a number of them there's times even those last time i watched it where i'm like god is it is it mccrady is he the thing he might be at the end i don't really know i think john carpenter says he's the only one that really knows for sure I love the thing. I love the cast. I love Wilford Brimley in it. I love David Keith and just the the squaring off that everybody does and the paranoia and the tension that gets built. We're going to draw a little bit of everybody's blood. We're going to find out who's the thing. Watching Norris in there gave me the idea that maybe every part of him was a whole. Every little piece was an individual animal with a built-in desire to protect its own life. You see, when a man bleeds, it's just tissue. No blood from one of you things won't obey when it's attacked. It'll try and survive. Crawl away from a hot needle, say. I mean... You don't always, you don't see, like, a good shot of what the actual thing is. I mean, there's a couple of them, but he's got parts from, you know, they've got parts of, of everything else that it's copied. So it's hard to know exactly what the thing is, but uh, I absolutely love that movie. And Escape from New York is super fun. And the fact that I just, you know, fell in love with the cast of it. And I love the character of Snake Plissken. I think the character of Snake Plissken is just, like, the prototype for, like the like, the macho hero guy. Like, I feel like every army Nintendo game was based on Snake Plissken. I mean, look at uh, Snake from Metal Gear Solid. I mean, Snake Plissken right there. And I think there is an argument to be made because the only sequel that John Carpenter ever made himself, that Kurt Russell did, was Snake Plissken, was Escape from L.A. That movie's not as good, but it's not that bad either. Like, I used to think it was horrible, and I can watch it now and kind of enjoy it, but I don't think it's great. It is basically Escape from New York again. It's just a little shinier. Like, it's still grimy and gross, but it's a little shinier. And I like that Pam Greer's in it. That makes me happy. But, I mean, God, you can't beat Donald Pleasance or Ernest Borgnine, Harry Dean Stanton, Adrian Barbeau, Lee Van Cleef. I mean, you can't beat that cast. I just like the different areas of New York that he goes into. Not that I know New York all that well, but I like that there's the gangs there. Like, I kind of feel like this could be the future for the movie The Warriors. So there you go. Those are those three movies. I absolutely love them. I love the chemistry that uh, John Carpenter and Kurt Russell clearly have together. They made five movies, and I I can't say anything about Elvis because I haven't seen it. Uh, Escape from L.A. is okay. But these three movies are all classics in their own right. I mean, The Thing, Escape from New York, Big Trouble in Little China, they're great. And I, I... I was talking to Sean, who's been on the show many times, and I was like, you know, the one thing that I'm, I'm mad about is that I didn't watch Big Trouble in Little China as a kid. Like, I feel like I would have fallen in love with that movie and then laughed even harder when I got older and realized Jack Burton's not the hero that he pretends to be. Like, but he's a total jackass. Like, he's basically Johnny Bravo from Cartoon Network. But I love it. Both hand is down there. Down where? Where's the universe? Come on, Jack, don't be afraid. Afraid? Are you kidding? 
<laughs> and I would have loved to discover that because I know when I was a kid, I wouldn't have noticed that. I would have just thought, oh, yeah, he's the hero for sure. He just gets hurt a lot. Three movies that are absolutely great. I wanted to do this podcast like a month ago, and I just haven't had a chance to say everything I wanted to say. And I still don't think I even touched on how great I think all three of these movies are. But I think Kurt Russell does such a good job playing these characters. And they're so different. I mean, McCready's just a regular guy. He's just a helicopter pilot. And then you've got Snake Plissken, who's just like this comic book spaghetti western type of character. That's Snake Plissken? What'd you expect? I don't know. He just looks so retro. Kind of 20th century. Good old days. A badass through and through. And then the ridiculous, cocky Jack Burton from Big Trouble in Little China. Three very different movies, three very different portrayals, same director, same actor. It's great. Watch all three of them. If you've never seen them, you have to watch them. If you have seen them and you know how good they are, you know you need to watch them again. Do it right now. I'm done talking. The Rewatch Podcast is an Alpha Media production. Nobody trusts anybody now. There's nothing else I can do. Just wait. RJ McCready, helicopter pilot, U.S. Outpost number 31.